Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. going to make some programmes, some very important programmes really, Colin, about a subject very close to your heart and which you often teach to the Bible students here at Roffey, how to meet with God. We always spend the first week of every term in our Bible college meeting with God. That's the phrase we use. But what I am impressing upon the students is that this is God's intention, purpose for every believer not just those who go to Bible college, but for every believer, and that this is what he wants to do when we pray day by day. Uh, I don't think God wants us to rattle off a series of prayers, but he actually wants to meet with us. We, we read in, in um, the letter to the Hebrews that we are to draw near to God with sincere hearts and in full assurance of faith. We're told to come right before the throne of God where we will find mercy and grace to help us in our time of need. Now, you know, as people have said to me, I don't need to draw near to God. God is with me all the time and I'm always in his presence. That is, of course, true in one sense. But then it is also true that the scripture gives us this command to draw near to him. So what does this really mean and how can we go about it? I think the easiest way for me to answer those questions is to share with you a vision that God gave me many years ago when he was helping me to learn how I could teach these things to other people. It was like a prophetic vision that he gave. It was of uh, being in a room, and along one wall of the room, there was a big double doorway. The doors were thrown open, and it was fairly gloomy in the room where I was situated, but great shafts of radiant light were streaming from the room next door through this open doorway into the room where I was situated. And the Lord explained it in this way. He said, you are in the room next to my glory. And that is the place where most believers are content to be. They get a sense of my presence, even of the light of my glory, that is streaming through that open doorway from my throne, from the Holy of Holies, from the place of my glory. And then he said, but I don't want my people in the room next to the glory. I want them in the glory. I want them to pass through that open doorway into the very throne room, into the Holy of Holies, into the place of glory. And then he explained that, of course, when Jesus died on the cross, 
he opened up the way for believers to come right into the Holy of Holies. You remember when he died on the cross, the veil of the temple that separated the holy place, that is the place next to his glory, from the Holy of Holies, which is the place of his glory, that curtain was torn in half and the way into the Holy of Holies was opened up. Uh, so Jesus accomplished that so that all those who believe in him can pass from the holy place, from the place next to his glory, right into his glory. And uh, the Lord went on to explain that this is what he wants his people to do when they pray and when they worship. He doesn't want them to stand in the place next to his glory and sort of speak through the doorway to him. Uh, he wants them to do exactly what he says in the scripture, and that is to draw near, come to the very throne, touch the glory of God, and let the glory of God touch you. Now, he then went on to say, the reason why people are content to stay in the room next to the glory is because they have a sense of his presence, because the light streams through that open doorway, and of course the doors are open because Jesus has opened up the way for us. So people are content to be there because it's a good place to be, and to know the presence of God, and to know some sense, anyway, of his holiness and of his glory. But of course, it's not the same as actually going through into the glory and meeting with God. But he said the people are content to be in the place, in the room next door, because they don't feel worthy. They don't feel adequate. They don't feel that they can actually pass from the room next to the glory right into the glory. So because they feel that, they, they never do it. They sort of hold back. And he said, um, when churches are holding their services, they don't expect to come right before the throne in that way. Uh, and yet the Lord went on to explain, but that is where I want my people. And whenever they worship me, I want them worshiping in that holy of holies. I don't want them in the room next to the glory or outside the house altogether, just going through some religious routine. I want them right close to my throne meeting with me. So he went on to say, what people need to do is to throw off from their lives the things that cause them to feel unworthy, failures, defeated, that cause them to think that they can't pass from the place next to the glory into the glory. I liken it to people having a, a kind of a backpack full of, uh, of heavy things. It may be guilt, it may be a sense of shame, it may be a sense of failure, a sense of inadequacy, it may be a sense of unworthiness. All these things, uh, which Christians can experience, of course, they can be set free from because that's what Jesus accomplished when he died on the cross. And if we really believe what Jesus says about us as people that are born again and who have received the Holy Spirit, we realize that through his blood and through the gift of his spirit, 
God has made us worthy in his sight. He's forgiven all our sins. He's taken away all the shame and the failure and the sense of defeat. And he has made it possible for us to approach right into that place of his glory. So the Lord said, throw off those things that hinder and the sin that so easily entangles. Do you remember that's what the scripture says? We're to throw off these things. He said, throw that backpack, throw that burden, whatever the burdens are that you're carrying, whatever causes you to feel that sense of heaviness or failure or defeat, throw those things off. And then see yourself approaching that doorway. And don't just stand in the doorway with the shafts of the light and of the glory coming upon you. Enter right in and meet with me. Well, I did that and I've often used this um, sort of pictorial image that God gave in that vision. And I've often taught about it and it has helped innumerable people to see that they can actually draw close to God when they pray, when they worship, that they don't have to stay in the room next to the glory. Now, what's the advantage of doing this? Well, there are many advantages. First of all, when you're in that place, in the Holy of Holies, when you're so close to the throne of God, it's very easy to hear God. You can hear God far more clearly than you can at other times. Uh, also, you have a greater expectation that your prayer is going to be heard because you know in that place next to God, really close, that he hears you. And John says in his first epistle, if, the, if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, then we know that we receive from him whatever we ask. So it's a place where you have far greater confidence and faith that your prayer is really going to be answered. But even more than that, it's a place where you really encounter God. I don't just mean have experiences of him, but you know that whatever you need from God, he can impart to you in that place. Sometimes when you approach him like this, it's as if you're worshiping at his feet, bowing before him like they do in the book of Revelation. All those that are, are surround the throne, they bow before him as they proclaim day and night, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Sometimes you, you know that God is imparting to you he is giving to you whatever it is you need and whatever it is you want to receive from him. Uh, other times you know that you can just hold others in his presence. And you don't need to use a lot of words and telling God what to do in their lives. He is far more aware than you are of the circumstances of their lives. But just holding them before his throne, you, you, you can sense, you can believe that the power of God, the life of God, the healing of God is just flowing from him, from the throne to those people wherever they are. That just as you are able to receive his life, his love, his power, his holiness even, so that can happen to the others for whom you pray. So the consequences of being in this place with God are just so wonderful. And I'll tell you a little more about this tomorrow. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 